Hey everyone, welcome to the Secret to Saddle All Things Cycling and with your host Sylvie Doe. So yes, every Friday I like to get in a little bit of inspiration or coaching tips or maybe just some things that are on my heart. And before I get into what's on my heart and what we're going to talk about today is that um, make sure you check these out. So first thing, and this is the coaching, um, this is the coaching advice. Now, if you're looking at, um, if you're local here to Ottawa Gatineau, go to my Facebook page, Sylvie, sorry, not my Facebook page, my website, sylviedaou.ca. And we have uh, bike maintenance clinics that I just posted. And then we're gonna have learn to group ride clinics that I'm gonna post um, by the end of the weekend. And um, if that's, if you're not local here, then I have um, online four hour cycling skills intensive. And here's a special code for you. Go use the word pedal to get $50 off. And also this is super special because you know what? Fitness goes hand in hand with cycling. And if you're just spending all your time cycling and you're not working on your fitness, you're not going to get ahead. Okay. So I'm not going to go into big, you know, description about that. But what I've done is I've started up an online on demand fitness, uh, membership. So for workouts, weekly maintenance, um, and if you're looking for a place to really target like cycling workouts, I mean, everything goes for cycling. Like just to say you need a strong upper body, you need strong core, you need strong legs. So everything. And for us ladies, let's just say cycling is not a weight bearing exercise. So it really is something that we need to implement. So all these details are in the description and uh, for the fitness is a special VIP sign up to be the first one to get in and get the deal. So it's not going to be launched till mid uh, uh, April. And um, so make sure you're on that list so you get the special deal. Um, otherwise, you're stuck with the regular one for everybody else. Now, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Dao, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Um, I was just thinking, so if if you're catching this live, um, I'm basically in my gardening outfit, sitting outside. You might hear a hum in the background, and that's literally the creek that's right beside our house. And uh, today I want to talk about um, life balance and cycling. 
are you do you have things all figured out with yourself with um, you know uh, your family um, are you balancing everything out or are you heading for a divorce <laughs> and I know you're like what are you talking about Sylvie well I'm gonna tell you what I'm talking about because life balance means that you know we are getting what we want and that's our fitness and our cycling and then everybody else in our life is getting what they want out of us and if we're not balancing things out properly then things shift in and around your life right like either your, your health suffers or your work suffers or your relationships suffer or your kids suffer somebody suffers and you're in the middle of it right and I'm and I'm gonna say you know like you might be thinking uh, Sylvie you know what do you you know how what do you know about this I'm gonna tell you I know a lot about this because I personally went through a divorce when I was twenty um, 35 and uh, the thing is that um, with my first marriage um, you know I would say and this is sad to say or maybe not I mean sometimes we get into relationships that we internally know um, we're never going to last the test of time and that was one of them I knew it I felt it it had a sh I call it a shelf life of five to ten years and that was that like it would it probably shouldn't have happened but it happened and um, I know I have an amazing daughter out of it and I'm grateful that my ex isn't a real asshole or he could be but the thing is that he um, left me for an Ironman athlete who she was fabulous she was gorgeous she's super smart and I'm like all right well okay you can have him because <laughs> um, as much as it was a shot to the ego which it always is um, let's face it I mean I can admit I turned into a crazy um, a crazy fucking ex-wife let's just admit it we all go through that crazy train kind of thing when um, we get divorced or separated and kids are involved um, and uh, yeah but the thing is that that there was not balance there we worked um, and I'm to say that it would have worked out but the thing is that there is a selfishness in there and I put it aside when I was pregnant I was like okay you know I will step aside and I'll support you through all of your um, endeavors and your goals for that year right because I was pregnant what I'll step aside doesn't matter um, and um, and then after you'll give me a year to so that I can go and um, tackle some of the things that I wanted and so when it, the time came, it wasn't reciprocated. You know, it's like, why do I have to give up all of my stuff for you? You know, do you see what I mean? So there's not a balance there. And um, at the end of the day, um, I, uh, yeah, he found in someone else, which is, you know, so be it. He's divorced now. So 
<laughs> you know, some things just come full circle. Um, not that I'm grateful for that, but anyways, it is what it is. Um, but the thing is that, uh, I see a lot in my business. Um, and I hear a lot, um, the more I interview people and men and women who are extremely passionate about what they talk about and their talk about what they do. And then when they talk about their kids, but there's no talk about the partner. And then when I ask, there's always like, well, we're divorced. Oh, we had a divorce or she's not, or they're not as into it as I am. And, and you can clearly feel that there's a huge disconnect there. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this because, you know, in order to get what we want in life, we can certainly make it happen. And the things that we need to have in place are good communication first and foremost with our partners and our families as to what we want and how we're going to get it and how they're going to benefit from it. And then also, you know, making time for them in the whole thing. And if you have a partner, they should be, have their own goal. And I say that because I was uh, single for about four years and then I married my, my husband. <laughs> I'm not going to say current husband cause he's going to be, he is my forever husband. Um, and, and it's been 10 years now. And over the 10 years I've done so many things. Like I continued to have a very high race calendar. I competed on the stage multiple times. And here's the thing, all of that, it wasn't about me. You see it? It wasn't about me. It was about us. And when we sat in the fall and said, okay, what do you want to do next year? Like, what are your goals next year? And so, and so I would put out what I want to do and the dates and all that stuff, right? A date's got a plan. And then, you know, I say, okay, John, which is my husband. I said, what do you want to do? Because here's the thing. It's not all about me. I've got goals, but he has things that he wants to do. So he goes away for a couple weeks during the year for golf. He has a couple golf weekends. So that is where I do not interfere with that. If it falls on a race weekend and it's his weekend to go golfing, then it's my problem to find something for the kids, uh, somewhere for the kids to go or they take them with me. So do you see how it, how it works? Like, it's not like, Oh my gosh, I'm racing. Like you have to not do your thing. No, it's like if something I want to do falls on his weekend, then I have to figure it out and vice versa. You know, some of the things falls on his, on my weekend, then, um, he has to figure it out. And, you know, and, and that's how we create life partnership balance or life balance because everybody deserves to get what they want. They, my husband has like, really wants, he's going to do his golfing. That's a non-negotiable, right? So I get the dates and I put them in my calendar and I do things around it. 
just like there's certain things that are my non-negotiables or they're not, or maybe they're not as, as prominent as his. And so the reason why I talk about this, I was thinking about this because I was just in my garden because I love to Zen out my garden. I know it's a gorgeous day. Everybody's out cycling. I don't feel the least bit guilty. I'm going to get on my bike later, but I was just having this massive, you know, personal drunkalogue of conversation with myself. I don't know if anybody ever can you relate when I'm like, it either happens on my bike or when I'm like, um, hanging out and, and gardening. Cause I love gardening. Um, my gardens are going to be gorgeous, but here's the thing. They've been suffering for, for, for 10 years because I've had kids, I've been cycling too much and now it's time to be gorgeous because let's face it, I've got decades to ride. Um, but so, yeah, so it's just having this huge conversation with myself and I'm like, you know, this is something that I need to talk about because here's the thing. And I'm not going to say that my relationship is perfect. It's not like we're going through currently some ish, some, I want to say serious. Like, I don't think anything's serious because we're both really committed to ourselves, uh, to each other. And, um, but there's things that are not cool and are not creating balance. And, um, you know, and with each, like with, like with partnership, there's things that are non-negotiables like, you know, I'll, okay, I'll just be completely vulnerable to you guys. Um, so I have always been a business and entrepreneur. I'm a visionary and I'm the doer. Okay. So in entrepreneurship, you need different people do different things. You can't be the one person that does everything. I tried that once and that didn't go so well. Um, so finances, okay. Now you know where I'm talking, where I'm going, right? Money and finances. And we finally come to the, you know, like we've gotten everything organized and it's up to me because it should be up to me, right? He's offered to do it. And once I get the hang of it, I will hand it over, but it's up to me. And like, let's just say that as the visionary and the doer, it's not one of those things that I like clamor to do, if you know what I mean. And I'm sure there are some people out there who know exactly what they mean. Like finances, I make sure like everything's paid every month. That's a non-negotiable, right? That will create so much anxiety and, and stress in the relationship that was set on the, on the table, right? At the beginning, no debt, credit card debt, no credit card debt. So credit cards are always paid off like always. And, um, and so, but the balancing of the spreadsheet and the everything else for the accountant, blah, 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 monthly stuff. So like, I just like really hate it. <laughs> oh, I'll be completely transparent. I super hate it. And, um, oh, this is much nicer view here. Um, and yeah, so I hate it. And that's what's causing so much uh, friction, um, a lot of friction. So, and that's my fault. It's my fault. It's one of those things that, you know, I, I can't put it on my husband. My husband's amazing. Um, he's a numbers guy. So, I mean, I don't need to say anything more. So here's the thing. Communication 
um, making sure that your stuff is done and then you have time for the family. If you have family or friends or your pet, you know, how many times has your dog or cat looked at you and said, hey, like, uh, hey lady, get the hell off your phone so you can play and pet me, right? I'm sure you've, everybody's had like your animals looking at you like that. I, I do. I got, and so we have to respect those boundaries of when we're working and when we're not. And then also with the respect of um, setting up goals, they have to incorporate everybody. So again, when we're talking about goals, like I have goals, I ask my partner, what are their goals? What's his goals for the year so that I can, you know, create space on my calendar to respect his stuff and so that I can, you know, maybe organize things when he's gone. And then, um, and also booking in family stuff in the summer. So like the summer is not about you and all your freaking racing and, and cycling and running. There has to be family time in there and it's not wrapped around an event. That is not family time. That is not vacation time. That is like your family shouldn't even be with you unless they're there to support you. Cause you know, what it's like for racing, you're focused. You don't want to talk to anybody. Like don't bring your family into it. It's like the worst. Um, because you're never going to see them. Like you have to sleep, you have to focus, you have to get your shit together. I don't know, eight years of racing. My family never came with me. What? I can, you need to survive on your own. And like I said, it's not a fun thing for them unless they're on the sidelines, like for, you know, Boston marathon or something or something like that. Um, but, uh, or, you know, an Ironman, but it's not a holiday for them. Okay, get that it's clear. Um, and so, and then, so what I started doing to really create that, and it's like, I do it every day in the morning when I get up. So I get up at five in the morning and I go downstairs and I get my glass of water and I get a little energy shot. I love these energy shots. They just like open up my mind. And I'm, I'm reading a book about self love. And so I journal on that and I journal on other things. And I also, um, what I do is there, I do a box. So in the four corners, one is health, one is career, one is relationship or family, and then, oh, sorry, family and then love. So yeah, hold on. Money, career, family, and love. So four boxes or like, so you make a square and you divide it and you rate yourself in each one of these boxes out of 10. So, and then you look in which one needs more help. Okay. So if your health is lagging, you're sick all the time, you're gaining weight, you're tired, blah, you know, things need to change. Like you change it now instead of like five and 10 years down the road and you got 30 pounds sitting on you and you're miserable and you're making everybody else miserable. Then there's career, right? Are you happy in your career? And how's your relationship? How's your family? Did I say money? Oh, money. How's the money coming? Yes, no. And then love, which is your relationship. Does that need work? Is it like high on the scale. So do that every day or at least once a week 
and say, where can I improve things? And then think about your communication every year, you know, like setting up or every day, setting up certain times of the day for your family. So you shut things down at four till eight, no phone, that's family time. Homework, eating, chilling, going outside, going for a walk, whatever. And then there's like, what are everybody's goals and how can we make it all work together? So hope you enjoyed that. Um, I hope the tough love wasn't too tough, but really we all have to freaking kick ourselves in the head sometimes, in the ass, in the head, <laughs> slap ourselves around, give a good look in the mirror and go, what the hell are you doing? Um, if you truly want to create that balance, right? A life balance. Now she's going to go cycling with me. Ah. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to, um, you know, put on those notifications so you don't miss an episode. And, uh, here comes my hubby. And, uh, don't forget to give me a five star and a great review because I'm asking for it. Love you. And if you ever want to reach out have our conversation if you need some advice uh, you know like an objective opinion about something please find me on social media i'd love to you know if you just need someone to talk to gone through a lot myself and i probably can certainly offer up some advice so with that have an amazing weekend bye thank you so much for spending this time with me on the secrets from the saddle podcast learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review, if you feel so moved, by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment, telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.